All right, welcome to Wrench Life. It's been a while. I know I owe you an episode about America, but we're going to get there eventually. New format, new studio, new camera. Kind of turning a page here on Wrench Life, and I'm going to try to do my best to maybe do this once a month, not try to bite off more than I can chew. So this is, I guess you can call the Wrench Life reboot. What we're going to be doing is more of a loose format in the episode style. I'm going to give a little bit more personal life updates. I'm going to focus on some conversations. And we're going to do a little bit of cross-pollination between Breaking Free Speech, my other podcast. Essentially, I'd like to bring in people that have some relationship to the action sports community. Do a brief topic on the Breaking Free Speech podcast, which typically is shorter format. And then we'll move into the Wrench Life podcast where we're going to go a little more in depth to just have a little bit of crossover between the two platforms. I'll also uh, plan on adding in some ranting about social topics because I think that's good for mental health for mine and, and yours. So this is the new studio here. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're not, you know, I got some, I got a better camera. Uh, there's more lights. The lighting is better in future episodes. Episodes you're going to see. I'll have a three camera setup going one for each person, one for a wide format. I'm going to try my best to produce the broadcast in real time switching between the angles while talking we'll see how that goes it could be a total disaster but it is what it is i've been really trying to learn this uh, broadcast software i'm using it's it's challenging trying to get three cameras plugged in the microphones the output Today I'm wearing the headphones which is nice although I won't always wear the headphones there's a weird delay in the headphone which I can't figure out quite how to adjust yet. I'm sure there is a way, but I digress. As far as uh, my life goes, I've been extraordinarily busy. We're up here in my attic because I uh, finished my attic. I had the, uh, the girlfriend and her sister and her son move in with me. So the podcast studio is now someone else's bedroom. So going back a couple months, I had to go through waterproof the basement, put the sealant, glass block windows, all that stuff to make my basement a usable storage space because this attic was just unfinished storage space. Once the basement was done, I moved upstairs here to the attic. I've since finished the attic and situated everything up here to be the new podcast studio. Maybe eventually I'll show you a little more of it, but that's neither here nor there. This year has been the busiest year I have ever had since 2016 when I was building the skate park. The skate park is not doing well. Uh, the numbers aren't there. And I've had to dedicate so much time to trying to grow not even grow, it's recover the, the, the traffic and the customer base I used to have. And I just have been so busy 
I just haven't had any time to do this. It's not that I don't think about doing this. I think about this all the time. And I just, you have to prioritize things, you know, you have to make sure, you know, the business is working to make sure I have my own mental health covered. So I got to do my stuff, which I haven't been doing that well, but whatever. Got to keep the girlfriend happy. I've, uh, I'm now on three different boards, nonprofit or event boards where constantly doing stuff. So I have to delegate that. I'm running a disc golf league to generate income in the skate park. So it's just a whole, a whole thing. I've been reading a lot less than I have in the past, still digesting a lot of podcasts, but I just haven't had the time. Because normally I read, listen to books when I'm riding. I just haven't been going out and riding. It, 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 this, I've been working so much and I've been stressed out and the stress has been wearing on me. I've had like, since November, I've been sick three times. I never get sick. Never. And on my path to being healthier and healthier, I've gotten sick less and less and less and felt better and better and better. And this, you know, this summer was probably the best I've ever felt health-wise. And then, you know, some stress comes around and all of that kind of gets thrown out the window. And, you know, that's how the stress has been affecting my life. Stress, it just shows you, like, you could have great diet and lifestyle and all that stuff. But man, stress is, it puts you in that fight or flight and it's, it's hard to, to function well with stress. And I sleep great. It's not even like I'm messing up my sleep. I sleep really, really well. I also, you know, drink less than I have ever drank as my, in my adult life. It's like, I, my life is probably the healthiest it's ever been, but like I said, distress, stress will be, be the death of me, I guess. I guess is how you put it. That's my little up life update for now. Uh, I want to talk about a couple future topics I'd like to address on Wrench Life. So maybe get some feedback on what you, all six of you think. I thought we had seven listeners, but after uh, this break, we're probably down to six, possibly even less than six. Um, so I want to talk about, these are like philosophical discussions and whether I do these alone or with someone, these are the topics. Friendship, how it's defined. Can, can friendship digress? Like, what about those bonds you made as a kid? Like, you could never remake those. It's an interesting topic. I like, I really want to talk about the ADHD thing and society. I really want to talk about addiction. I would love to talk about art and does art exist? What is art? I think that's incredibly fascinating. I'd like to talk about religion a little bit. I have a deep respect for religiosity uh, in most contexts. So I might try to get some people on to explain what, what it is to them. But I think a lot of atheistic, secular people have a view of what people of faith are like. And I think it's kind of wrong. It's a caricaturing, same way people do with people on the opposite political spectrum than themselves. But that's one thing. I'd like to talk to motivation. I'd like to talk... Some people, very motivated people, have them on here and be like, what, is, what makes you tick? You know, what is the thing that keeps you going? Because I don't think everyone's motivated in the same way and hearing other people talk about those things. Normal people, right? You could watch, you could listen to like David Goggins and be like, oh, that, that's cool, but that's so detached from what normal people are like. It's hard to kind of really eat off that. Um, I also would like to talk about 
centralization and decentralization and where it's good and where it's bad. I think it's an interesting topic. But today, today I wanted to dive in to uh, what I'm calling social media trajectory. I hate social media. I have to do it for my job and everything, and it just sucks. And there has been cultural changes since COVID. You know, it was like the George Floyd stuff and the BLM stuff and the COVID stuff, and maybe the lockdowns led to some algorithmic changes that, you know, there's just so much people engaging during the pandemic that the algorithms changed. I don't, I'm not no expert in any of this stuff. But what I do want to talk about is how much I hate social media, how toxic it is. And I want to look, look at some data and I'm going to put links to the, these, the things I talk about here, all these, these graphs I'm about to show you in the description. And I really just want this to be, you know, for the seven people that listen to this, like a holy shit, like maybe, maybe I need to take a break a little bit from social media. So we're going to switch over here to this view. And look, isn't that cool? If you're watching it now, the graph is on the, on the page. So I'm going to, for the people listening to this, I'm going to try to explain this to the best of um, the best that I can. But for the most part, we're going to um, look at it if you're on YouTube. Otherwise, I don't know what to tell you. So this is a chart we're looking at here. And this is from statista.com. And this is daily time spent on social media networking by internet users worldwide 2012 through 2022. And basically, you can see this upward tick to where about 2022, you're looking at, on average, worldwide, people spend 147 minutes a day on social media. That's 2.5 hours a day on social media. That's 17 and a half hours a week, 75 hours a month, and 910 hours a year. That is absolutely insane. This study goes on to show you a little bit more. You could use a pay to read more of it, but that's just one piece of it. And this just shows you the trajectory. We went from 90 minutes, an hour and a half, to two and a half hours. I will note, this is worldwide. So some of this data could be skewed by just more places getting access to phones or say you had a smartphone, but limited data, right? You could, that would limit the time you spent or only had access to internet in certain locations. So this data could be skewed by accessibility, but generally it looks like this is just terrible. Okay. Now, you're thinking, man, that's pretty bad. But no, 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 no. It gets worse. That's just social media. Here's a study from datareportal.com, which is internet-based. Time spent connected to tech continues to rise. And it goes on to talk about the pandemic and whatnot. whatnot. Look at this through 2013 through 2021. So a similar data set. You have an hour increase till in Q2 
Q3 of 2021, which is still a ways away, six hours and 58 minutes. Six hours and 50. So you're talking seven. If you go down in the study a little bit farther down, there's this graph worldwide trends, right? So the first graph is showing daily time spent using internet everywhere. And this is internet user, users 16 to 64. When we go down to this other chart, it actually sprays it out by country. So Japan has the least amount at about four hour, four and a half hours a day. And South Africa has the most at 10 and a half hours a day. America is at 705 and the worldwide average is 658. This is hours spent using the internet a day. Giving the devil its due though, perhaps these numbers are skewed by people who work on a computer and do Zoom work, maybe, but I don't know. But anyway, let's extrapolate on these numbers. Seven hours a day is 49 hours a week. That's a, th a full-time job with overtime. That's 210 hours a month, 2,500 hours a year. 2,500 hours a year. The average person in America spends seven hours a day on the internet seven days a week it is literally a full-time job if you say you were the average if you took a quarter of that time seven cut it in half three and a half cut it in half hour and 15 minutes you did an hour and 15 minutes of overtime at your job every day or that's one full day a week at right seven days a week so that's to be set that'll be eight hours what is that worth to you monetarily? What would one more day of work do for you in the long run? I'll tell you what it will do. A lot fucking more than staring at your stupid phone. It is terrible and it is toxic. But I'm going to tell you here, I'm going to tell you why it's even worse. Even worse. Now we're looking at a graph from the Sleep Foundation. It's a place that studies sleep. This graph shows that between 35 and 45% of people get less than seven hours of sleep, which is insufficient sleep. Less 35 to 45% of people get less than seven hours of sleep compared to the previous graph where Americans spend on average seven hours and five minutes on the internet. So at least 30 to 45% of Americans spend more time on the internet than they do sleeping. Wrap your head around that train wreck, to use a uh, timely analogy. That's something you think about for about six hours. Are you kidding me? I'll link to this. Um, this chart I'm looking at goes over. It breaks it down by ethnicity and actually native Hawaiian, native Hawaiian Pacific Islander get the word least sleep, then black, then African Indian, then Asian, then Hispanic and white. So this is this is also a global trend. These are all global numbers. This is just crazy.
pains me, dude. This, this, I'm going to link to this in the description, the sleep statistics. This is published literally yesterday, which is amazing. And it's got all kinds of cool sleep statistics. It's, it's a travesty how people are chronically deprived of sleep. It gets worse than that, though, because blue light exposure messes up your sleep. You get less REM sleep. You get less d- deep sleep. So your, le- your sleep is less restorative. So when you're sitting there with the phone right in your face, right before bed, not only are you getting less sleep, you're getting less quality sleep, countered with the fact that you spend more time on your phone than sleeping. And this isn't like me finger waving like, eh, you know, be a, you know, you're bad. It's like, get your shit together. In my personal observation, the internet has gotten dumber and dumber, and I can't stand it. It's happened kind of slowly, and we're at a point now where it seems like every platform is exactly the same. Whether you're looking at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and even YouTube, they're all moving to this like TikTok Reels model, Instagram or Instagram Reels, YouTube uh, Shorts, and it's the same short, clickbaity, high engagement, shallow, <laughs> pedantic, hollow crap that does nothing but a little bit of mental masturbation. Because oh wow, look at that! It makes me so upset. All of my quote air quotes conversations have just turned into like, oh, you send me this stupid, funny video and I send you this stupid, funny video. It used to be conversation. We had conversations. The text or voice messages in in Snapchat or Voxer or or Instagram or whatever mimicked real conversations. Then like the memes came in. Then it was conversations with Salt Bay sprinkling the memes. And then the memes gave way to these meme videos, which are just some are even like fake. Some are dumb. Some are so predictable. It's, it's just. It sucks. My main group chat with my best friends I've had for years. has turned into just, oh, look at this video. Look at this video. Look at this video. And every and, and most of the time I've already seen these these videos, quote unquote, organically because the 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 algorithm just puts all this shit forward in front of you and it's like oh wow cool it's mildly funny and a lot of times i don't even think they're funny i just don't care i want to be done i want to be off this stuff i want to delete this but there's this pressure, this FOMO, the fear of missing out. It, it's, it's something. But I'll tell you what, seldom are there any conversations of substances. These quote conversations are just, they're just chats. It, it saddens me. Like the internet has just sucked all depth out of any bit of humanity that existed on the internet. So what I'm saying is like, hey, can we not? (laughs) And to back up my point that the internet is just getting dumber, I've pulled up some more studies here we could look at. Again, I'll link all these. Here's one from uh, the World Economic Forum, believe it or not. Here's the question. 
To what extent do you agree or disagree with the following statement? Despite my best efforts, I sometimes can't stop myself from checking my smartphone when I should be focusing on other things. 18 to 34-year-olds, 62% agree. 35 to 54-year-olds, 58% agree. Of that, looks like about 20% strongly agree. Now, what you have to put into context here is somebody asked somebody this question. Uh, this, and I'm sure on this site, it'll tell you how many people they questioned, where they questioned them, because those all play into the numbers. So anyway, what I'm saying is, if someone asked you something as embarrassing as, how often can you not resist your phone? Most, I would suggest... I would speculate. A lot of people would lie, right? A lot of people would lie. So I, I would venture to say that's even worse than this. You can't even resist your phone. Oh, this, oh, here, there's inform information. They, uh, this was 2093 UK adults in September 2021. Half of those studied felt their attention spans were shorter than they used to be compared to the quarter who didn't. And three quarters of participants who agreed were living through a time where there's nonstop competition for your attention from a variety of media channels and information outlets. This is a great article. I suggest you read it. The next one I have ready to go. This is from, this is an online journal company. One of these, uh, this is Sage Journals. This one, they studied 659 undergraduate and graduate students to determine the relationship between social media and academic performance. 90% of them said they regularly used Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc., etc. Research estimated that the students spend 8 to 10 hours a day browsing, liking posts on social media. Social media and its impact on academic success received increased research attention due in part to the per pervasive use of social media among students. Now, I should have just pasted this and copied it, but it goes on to say that uh, some people have harder difficulty switching between tasks because of the smartphone. It showed a, uh, a grade point average difference between students who kept a phone around while they were studying versus not studying. And this is an environment where your, your neuroplasticity is probably the strongest. You're young, you know, just think about this, like all day you're working, you're doing anything in that phone. Like you're not going to retain any information. It's pretty, it seems pretty uh, obvious, right? So I would, this is, a little, I, I like skimmed through this one. Again, I'll link to this. It has an effect on motivation, uh, academic performance me measured by GPA. So it goes into, I forget, somewhere there was a chart that said, uh, yeah, that were these, um, what the GPA difference was. But you can go through and read some of that. Don't take my word for it. I mean, you really should, honestly. Because, you know, like I believe if you want to change yourself, you have to backload you have to backload this, right? Like to motivate yourself, you have to really look out these things that are kicking yourself in the butt to be like, oh my God, you know?
that's pretty much all I had for today. We're like floating here about a half an hour. I had one segment I wanted to do before I finished this podcast. And um, this is a segment I've wanted to do for a while. And it's, I'm calling it, what do you meme? And basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about a meme that's stupid. It's just like hurts my head. And there's just so many pages out there with all these dumb memes. And I just, it's, it's so bad. I'd like to do this segment with Blaze and have him just show me the meme and then I get to rant about it. But I don't know if that's better than me uh, just picking it. So we're going to switch over here to this. And uh, this is the meme. And this is just ridiculous. So the, the meme, it's, uh, the caption says, both achievements are equally as important. And it's two women sitting at a table. They both have milkshakes. The top picture says, I got a promotion at work today. The other woman says, I made it out of bed today without crying. The second caption, second picture, is them both saying, I'm proud of you to each other. Now, <laughs> everything is relative, right? There's been points in my life where I'd lay in bed crying. Like it's it, 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 you should like your friends like should have your back in these scenarios, and you should be able to talk about these scenarios, and like because that that um what would you call it? Your peer support goes a really really long way, especially when you're as, as low feeling as low as I can't get out of bed without crying. But a, what a that's different than what a meme like this says. When the caption says both achievements are equally as important, that's not true. That is an abdication of responsibility. That sets the tone where it's like, no, nah, it's cool. If you can't get out of bed without crying, then don't worry about getting to work on time. Don't worry about you know, covering your bills or whatever, right? And I'm not trying to be insensitive, but that's insane, right? Even in my darkest days, I still got up, I went to work, I did the best job I could do. And then I went home and got drunk and stayed up too late. So like the sun came up and didn't get enough sleep and hated myself and everything. But I still got up and I still went to work. And I... You, you can argue with me, and if you, if you think this sends a different message, I, I'm fine. But a meme like this, both achievements are equally as important. That's not true. Like, if, if you think just getting out of bed without crying is a, an achievement, you've set the bar so low, you're not going to go anywhere, and, and you have to shoot higher than that. And that's okay. Again, it's okay if that's like your micro goal. You have to set micro goals. You have to take baby steps to get to where you need to be. But to say, <laughs> that's, that's it. That's like your, um, I don't know, man. I'm trying to be nice about it, but I don't know. I digress. If you have a good meme for me to tear apart or to talk about, you know, 
you know, the funny thing about this is like, there's, there's two Daves. There's the, you know, you know, pull up your pants and go get the job done. Who cares if, if you're tired or you're sore, if it hurts, if you've worked 20 hours, if you, if you got a limp, if you got a pinched nerve in your back, like you do it. I had COVID. I didn't know I had COVID. I still went to work. I opened the skate park because if I don't do it, this the skate park doesn't open, right? You, ju- you just do what you have to do, right? But at the same time, you have to take incremental steps. Like if someone made out of bed without crying, then I could be proud of them. But if that's something that they're not working toward a longer goal, what is that, right? What, what are you doing, right? If you did, there seems like there's so many young people that are just so content with doing next to nothing. They think they deserve a lot for doing nothing. They don't want to work that hard. You'll see memes like this that's saying like, oh, that's good enough for you. You, you did the bare minimum. You got out of bed. Man. If you want. First step is knowing what you want from life. The second step is going out there and getting it. It's, it's really that simple. You have to go out and you have to get it. Because if you don't do it, someone else will. And then you lose. And then you'll just spend more days laying in bed and crying. Because you never made it past the step. But again, I'm going to try to digress again. Whatever. This has been Wrench Life. With a why. And the why is because there's nothing more important than feeling good. And mental health and physical health go hand in hand. And like the logo says... It's progression-based physical and mental health. So there's nothing wrong with the baby step that this woman has taken as long as she's progressing toward a bigger goal. Right? That's what it's about. You want to look back at yourself six months from now and think, wow, I was kind of dumb back then. Maybe not six months. You know, maybe, maybe two years. But I always want to look back at myself two years prior and think there was a lot more inadequacies than I realized there was then. And that can only happen if you're progressing forwards. So get your shit together. (laughs) Wrench your life a little bit. Because no one else is going to do it for you. I'm trying. But I'm not. Well, I am trying, but I'm not going to go there and, and make you do it. You have to find your own motivation. Get out there. Go for a walk. Start the day. Rent your life. 